0: Good evening everyone. Welcome to our take on it. It's your girl Deborah and Jackie and we're in the studio and today we're going to talk about the bragging points. Do people really brag about you in your absence or do they compliment you more in your presence? That's pretty interesting because a lot of people would say nice things to your face but not so much behind your back. So Jackie, Do you think you get a lot of praise behind your back as opposed to in front of your face? Like, do you think people boast about you? Like, Jackie's a really amazing person. She's this, she's that. What do you think?
1: I don't know. That's a really difficult question. I have to almost ponder it a bit because I'm not sure. I I know people might talk about me, but I'm not always sure it's going to be a flattering comment.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah, so
1: that's the tricky aspect. Like, you will see people and, you know, they may look at you or they may engage you in such a way that you think oh, I think that person enjoyed my company or they enjoyed that, you know, connection yeah. with me. And then all of a sudden, you know, the moment ends and you think to yourself, I wonder if I left an impression on that person, you know, would they go back and say something positive or would they just kind of drop it there and never mention you again? So I'm kind of curious. I would like to think that I leave an impression that people would talk about me, but I definitely know I've done the wrong things and people have talked about me. Well, like, yes. for instance, you know, if you... um pick up the wrong spoonful with the wrong fork at a social yeah. <laughs> gathering. People will say, oh, my goodness, can you imagine, you know, that she ate with that or she did that? People will fe- find so a long cynical. time. Yeah, to criticize your your mistakes. You know, that goes without saying. But we're literally talking about, you know, are you... Um, being flattered by the fact that once you you leave a situation or an environment, that people have something incredible to say about you. You know, that was such an interesting girl I spoke to, you know. I had no idea that she was so knowledgeable and so informed. But, or, you know, are they going to say something like that? or Are they going to say, oh, eh, she seemed a bit standoffish to me, you know, kind of cold. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not so sure if she was really even engaged. You know, she was kind of looking away, not really giving me eye contact. So you don't really know if you are giving people a positive image or if you're just turning them off
0: well you know what i honestly for me i've always had people told me that oh this person said this wonderful thing about you oh this person said such great things about you and i mean as much as it really pleases me to hear that i I even sometimes ask myself well what did i say or do to have them applaud me to such high standard, you know what I mean. Um, like for instance, like the job that I just got. Like I said, I didn't apply for it, but someone thought that I would be perfect for the position. And when I interviewed for the position, the the person was like, "Well, this person speaks so highly of you, which is I nice to, to hear." Yeah, yeah, I had to interview, and you know, from what they said, they're not wrong because you're giving me life right now with this interview. You know what I mean? So it was, it was really great to get that sort of um, recognition behind your back as well as in front of your face. But I think a lot of people, um, speak more positive about me behind my back as opposed to them telling me maybe they don't want me to get a swell head.
1: Well, there's a, but. there's a quote in Proverbs that says, let someone else praise you, not your own mouth, a stranger, yeah. not your own lips. Yeah. That's Proverbs 27, by the way. And I kind of like that quote, but what I will say about you, Deb, is that I do think that you're very much into self-praise, but in subtle ways. You may not talk yeah. about yourself, but you love to post pictures of yourself. Why well, and, and, you, and you stage these pictures. Like, <laughs> let's let's face it, there is no shortcuts that this girl, you know, does not... Uh, take, you know, I mean, she <laughs> stages everything from the hair to the to the communication and her shots are really gorgeous. You know, they're almost professional. You would think that she really spent time in a photo studio because everything is literally airbrushed well, and it's, it's so well structured. Thank you. I and don't I mean, do a lot of
0: airbrushing though. Every Like my pictures are kind of natural.
1: No, I know they're natural, but I'm just saying they're so perfectly set out, you know, know. that even if you take a picture with you and your son and it's, it's so charming and you'll have a heart around it, love and things. <laughs> You know, but she chooses her son in the perfect suit or the outfit. You know, so it's all you know really nicely orchestrated. And I think you know Deb is basically saying, "Look, this is what I'm putting out here. You know, read okay. them and weep. You know, I mean, Maybe. This, is, yeah, this, yes. is, this, is, this is really a piece of me. You know, and it's kind of like meow. You know, this is this is it. And you know, she puts a lot of time into that. Now me, I'm really lousy with taking the the photos. You know. <laughs> So I don't even do that. Even if she gives me the camera to take a shot of her, she complains unmercifully about how it's not centered. You know, it didn't elongate her sufficiently, and it's just such a poor reference point. Oh my like, goodness! How can you take such a sloppy picture? You know, so I mean, I get it. I say it I don't. Is I true. don't do that. But I know for me, I would probably come back to say that definitely people will talk about my clothes and how I present myself. Yeah, I think that's and the, the way I think people remind. Well,
0: if. To be honest with you, a lot of people tells me that they love your communication vibe. They love the way you speak. You're highly intelligent. You're knowledgeable and quite sophisticated. So, I mean, yeah. yeah. So people do talk about you a lot, but you're known for your eloquent Speech. Yes. I mean, I'm not, I'm not an eloquent speaker, but I do know how to get my point across, but you are quite an eloquent speaker. Like you would hold the attention of a room when you start talking and everybody's just like listening to you because you're okay. such a great Storyteller. Oh,
1: that's a nice compliment. Thank you. Yeah, well, I do, I have to admit, I do like to talk. And I mean, let's cut to the chase. I have been called a big mouth, you know, somebody, (laughs) somebody who monopolizes the conversation. And I've really always been this way. This goes back, you know, even to my years in school, you know, that if I'm in a seminar or something, and nobody else is talking, I just kind of feel the need to take control of it. And once I start speaking, you know, people are, you know, they're probably less inclined to talk than they were before. Mm -hmm. But I do tend to monopolize the conversation, you know, and Maybe there's a bit of ego in it, you know, that I like to hear myself talk, you know? And I and quite frankly, a lot of people don't have things as interesting as me to say. So.
0: <laughs> well, I was thinking it's more along the line of the fact that you always wanted to become a lawyer and lawyers are talkers. So I yeah, thought I thought you were kinda in that whole category of law and an order.
1: I was at one point. Yeah. And I think I probably did like law, you know, actually probably more for the justice element at that point. I don't really think I I was attracted to it because I was a, a good communicator. But now, to be honest, you know, I'm not impressed with a lot of the lawyers I've seen. And I kind of find that the legal field is something that very few are at the total peak of it. You know what I mean? Most people are just sort of very near to the bottom and Probably will never get any recognition. Well, they're no no different.
0: They're no different from, you know, the healthcare industry. They have different levels of staff who are in the medical field, whether it's a surgeon or doctor, chiropractor, practical nurse, registered nurse, PSW, for its nursing aid. You know, there's that ladder. So, I mean, for you, you are an intelligent speaker, and that's all I ever say to your face and behind your back.
1: Oh, that's great. Well, you know, I I like to, to think that um, people would turn around and sometimes I think for men, and this is honest, I think that a lot of them are sometimes intimidated by the way I kind of come across because I can be very dismissing in a lot of my comments, you know, and I'm not... All that flexible and I'm not very patient, particularly if the remarks are what I consider stupid or inept. I kind of show that, you know, in my response that I sort of back away and I'm like, really? You know, like I will have like a political conversation or something with someone. And if I feel their ideology or their interpretation is really out to lunch and they've just kind of missed the boat. I show my boredom and my disinterest, you know what I mean? So I I, I think I'm very um, forward in that way and maybe a bit dismissive. Would you be more yeah.
0: offended if you heard, let's say somebody was talking about you, um, let's say not in a flattering way, and you overheard it? Would you be inclined to approach them there as opposed to if someone come back to you and say, Hey, Jackie, such and such was gossiping about you. Which, which would make you more upset? The fact that you heard it for yourself or you heard it through the grapevine?
1: Ah, uh, I think probably that I heard it myself. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I, think, I think would probably bother me a little more. And there was a time when I think I would pounce that if I actually walked <laughs> into someone and I heard them deliberately cutting me up, I would just kind of, what? <laughs> You know, and how dare you, you know, and really kind of take it on in a ferocious, confrontational way. But I think I'm a lot better than I would have been. But do you believe that when
0: people make certain criticism about you, it's actually the truth that you don't want to hear and that's why you get defensive? Or, or us. I, I think honestly, generally. yeah, I think honestly,
1: yeah. for sure, for most of us. Yeah, for that most of us. It's something that we don't want to hear. We don't and want when to When it's hear pointed it. out, uh, you know, we, we automatically go on the attack because yeah. it's so close to home and it hits, it hits close to home. So yeah. we're like, you know, I don't want this person, you know, uh, calling So why, me out why, why do we get yeah. so
0: upset if somebody calls us out, calls us out for, for who we are as opposed to we admitting who we are?
1: I, as I say, I think it's just because it, it's painful to have your, your the limitations truth. and the truth, you know, thrown in your face. I think it, it just hurts and, and your response, you know, to, to feeling almost invaded yeah. is to just attack, you know, and so, yeah.
0: So no matter how people, so no matter how much people say, well, I can handle the truth like Jack Nicholson's.
1: You can't handle the truth. <laughs> I, I don't I don't think most people can. I think most people want, you know, to uh have their best features highlighted. And I think if somebody really comes out and lays it on the line, you know, you acted really lousy or, you know, I can't believe that you went on in such a trashy kind of way or something, we don't like to hear it. Yeah. But it, there is such a thing as constructive criticism. And I think if someone is truly your friend, uh they can praise you and then at the same time rein you in by saying, "Look, I I know most of the time you conduct yourself properly or you, you know, you meant to do this, but you really crossed the line, you know, and I think a true friend will tell you that you've crossed the line and try to make you a better person so that you can make changes. Now, somebody else who just wants to rip you to shreds is obviously going to use that against you and maybe wait for an opportunity to bring it out in a way that it could do harm to you. So people can be vengeful, you know, if you, if you leave yourself open, uh, with, you know, a type of behavior or an action or something that, you know, could come back to bite you. So you have to be careful.
0: Well, the thing is that I've realized over the years since I've been a little girl is that people don't really talk to each other. They talk about each other because it's so much easier to talk about people than to talk to people. It's like, whether it doesn't matter whether it's a positive or negative, I love talking about people. As opposed to talk to people because some people just can't handle the truth. Yeah, and it is, and doesn't mean the truth always have to be. It's not always have to be negative. It can be positive, but most of the time when people tell you to your face, it's usually the the negative that really stirs things up. So we just wanted to uh, chat a little bit about you know boasting or what do you, what's the other word for that? Miss eloquent speaker. Oh, I don't know
1: <laughs> promoting promoting yourself. yourself yeah.
0: Yeah, well, I do know how to promote myself.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, but I mean, like, if you come across, you know, and you just want to put it out there that you're the greatest thing since sliced bread, and some people put so much emphasis on the image and what they present, that there's not too much substance in them. And I think we have to work on that balance, you know what I mean? Because Mm -hmm. physically how you look is extremely important, but it only takes you so far because eventually the real you will come out and you have to work on who you are as a person the same way you work on the image or the facade that you present. And I think like some people will misjudge me because they do think I am somewhat superficial. Now, I would say that I am in some ways, but I wouldn't say that I'm a phony person. I would Mm -hmm. say that I genuinely, if I'm excessive or overdone in a certain area or I like certain things, it's because it's who I am and Mm -hmm. it's the real me. And there's a lot more substance besides that. But I do like the outward things to be a certain way, you know, and I I kind of try to work on those things, you know, and those, those mean a lot to me. And if those things are stripped away, I do feel more vulnerable, you know, without the backup of those things. But at the same time, I think I have worked a lot, you know, to make the inner person, you know, equally as uh, dynamic as the the outward things that I try to, um, you know, cultivate.
0: Okay, that sounds great. Well, Jackie, I think what's the moral of the story here?
1: Well, the moral of the story, you know, as I say, if we go back to that original quote that we were looking at, which highlights the fact that you just have to be the type of person that lets other people speak favorably about you Mm -hmm. rather than tooting your own horn, unless the circumstances warrant you to stand up for yourself. But you don't try to to put yourself so far above others that you cannot, um, you know, be accommodating and and blend in, you know, because there's a a certain amount of... uh, ways that you can conduct yourself that you turn people off completely, okay? Mm-hmm. And that doesn't work to your advantage. If you don't uh, pique people's interest by at least being approachable and being the kind of person that is accommodating and respectful of other people, then that shows through quite quickly. And, and you know, you can come across as, pardon the expression, but just a sort of a, a pompous bitch that doesn't care about anybody else, you know what I mean? And And nobody's going to really like somebody like that, you know? So you have to um really reflect the fact that yes you're proud of who you are and you're happy to um to say things to promote and encourage yourself but at the same time be very very proud of the fact that people talk about you in a positive way that says something really wonderful about you that when your back is turned and people can comment about how nice it is to know you or to have been introduced to you or as you say you know um be so uh, overwhelmed by by knowing you that they would recommend you for a job or they would say, I know the perfect person for this area or that. That means you've left an incredibly good impression. And behind your back, people are praising you. They're acknowledging you and they're saying, you know, uh, my experience with this person was something that stood out to me. And that's why I'm willing to put myself on the line to make a recommendation about this person. So that's a great thing to do. You know what I mean? So uh, I, I do think that Despite the fact that you really do like to to put yourself in a positive light, you know through your pictures and and you know the, the the representation you make of places you go and how you document things and everything, I think there's a there's a genuineness about you that when people see, they know that you're very helpful. They know that right away uh, you go out of your way to um, to help someone if they're you know struggling with something. You will be bold enough to ask them, is there something you could do, or do they want to talk to you about something? So you you do roll out the red carpet and you're accommodating to people so I wouldn't say that you're you're necessarily uh, boastful about yourself in a way that that makes you feel like you're superior to other people I think you're always willing to let your walls come down and to be there to help other people but at the same time there's a part of Deborah that likes to be on display she likes to be recognized and she really puts in the effort to say look at me I'm doing the best I can for me. I'm trying to promote myself. I'm trying to grow. And I appreciate your recognition. I love your recognition. And I'm going to work even harder to get more of it all absolutely, the time. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for sharing those info insights as to oneself and not to
1: be a pompous you-know-what. Yeah, exactly. Because, <laughs> you know, it, it it can make you seem you know like you're just not genuine yeah and and I I do think that we're genuine and and this is what we try to do even in this podcast here we try to give you a little bit of how we think you know and sometimes it can be a little outlandish because we've we've been through an experience that is a bit shocking a bit insulting you know and a bit annoying and we want everybody you know to to relive you know and also because we're trying
0: we're trying to and and not only that we're trying to cultivate a really you know conscious spiritual life and we want to make sure we keep abreast of that because that is really the essence of this uh, show. And uh, But at the same time, we're human, we're vulnerable and we're not perfect. And so we might say something that some people may not agree with. And we just want you to know that we understand that we may not be for everyone and everyone, we also know that we may not be for them as well, but everybody's taking their position and we're hoping to educate, we're hoping to stimulate, we're hoping to motivate, and we want that that reciprocation from our listeners as well as from other people that they might share this podcast with. But just know that what we do here is genuine. It's not phony. It's not fake because I don't even know how to be fake. Yeah, I mean, I, I could. Think that's, well, I know, could if it's necessary,
1: but, but really, I don't really. We try to get that. Yeah, balance. I try that not balance to balance. That balance is very that. important, and and there's another great sort of religious quote that we can kind of end this presentation with, and that is. The more I know God is the more I know myself. Yes. And I think I really like that because yes. then that, that's capturing the whole authenticity because you have, you learn, you know, through your relationship with God how incredibly valuable you are. Mm-hmm. And that means you get to know that your weaknesses are something that you can put right out there. And you can lay it out and say, look, uh, these are the mistakes I've made, God. And, and these are the, the changes that I've also made. And your growth process begins right away and you become transformed. You learn to love yourself and appreciate yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's what really rocks the world. You know, it does. It does.
0: Well, we hope this podcast inspires you as much as it did for us and all the other podcasts. And we look forward to uh, speaking to you guys soon again. My name is Deborah, And my
1: name is Jackie. God bless. God bless.